NPR. The company behind ChatGPT is a complete mess right now. On Friday, OpenAI's board made a shock announcement that it was ousting its CEO and co-founder Sam Altman. And the details were scarce. The board released a note saying that Sam Altman hadn't been transparent with the board. And what happened next was a fiasco. Senior researchers at OpenAI resigned that day. The company went through two changes of interim CEOs. And last night, Microsoft announced that it was hiring Sam Altman to lead AI efforts. And now hundreds of OpenAI staff have threatened to quit in solidarity with Sam unless the OpenAI board resigns. It's a lot. And working all weekend talking to sources close to the action was Kate Clark. Kate is a senior reporter for tech publication The Information. I have never seen a weekend this drama-filled in technology since I've been writing about startups ever. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. And I'm Waylon Wong. Today on the show, the human drama behind artificial intelligence. Darian will take it from here, explaining the tensions between AI safety and development that's at the heart of this conflict, and how an unusual corporate structure has boiled over into farce. That's all coming up after the break. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Employees are the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers group dental, vision, life, and disability plans designed to protect them. Exceptional service, broad networks, and modern benefits. That's the power of human care. This message comes from NPR sponsor Arctic Wolf. Their researchers have released the Arctic Wolf Lab's 2024 threat report. Why will 2024 be a volatile year for cybersecurity? Learn more and get your copy now at arcticwolf.com slash NPR. Kate Clark, Deputy Bureau Chief for the tech publication The Information. Thank you so much for joining The Indicator. Thanks for having me. Well, let's get into it. So we can talk about the characters. We can talk about the big world-changing philosophies. We can talk all about the money involved. I mean, it's really got all the elements for a kind of modern Shakespearean drama. It has been an incredibly memorable 48 hours. I mean, this is the company responsible for ChatGPT, which has been a viral sensation over the past year and has really been the leading breakthrough of AI that has gotten so many people excited and nervous about the future of artificial intelligence. But like you said, you also have this cast of characters, namely Sam Altman. He's a longtime entrepreneur with incredible connections and and a network unlike anyone else. So the fact that this board fired him expecting things to kind of go on as normal is is really one of the most shocking pieces of this whole thing. I'd love to just talk about the background to OpenAI, the company that runs ChatGPT. It's not quite a company. It's a non-profit. So what is it? Is it trying to make a buck or is it trying to research artificial intelligence? The short answer is both. And it's not something that is normal in, in Silicon Valley or in tech. Basically, 
OpenAI is run by a nonprofit. That nonprofit has a for-profit subsidiary. That subsidiary has raised more than $10 billion from investors, mostly from Microsoft, but as well as venture capital firms like Sequoia Capital. They actually cap the profits that investors can get from the company. This is all part of ensuring that they're not prioritizing profits and that they're prioritizing safety. That is why you have a board that does not have equity shareholders like you would typically see. The goal of OpenAI is to develop AI responsibly. And and so what does responsibly mean in this context? It really depends on who you ask. But there are, of course, people who are very afraid of a doomsday future in which, you know, AI is capable of doing terrifying things. And OpenAI, when it started in 2015 as a nonprofit, had a goal of developing artificial intelligence as safely as possible. It seems that the board thought that Sam Altman's decisions were focused too much on moving fast and making money. Long before this happened, there were disagreements within the company about whether they were developing that AI safely enough. Now, Sam Altman has been really public about the need for AI safety, but there is a camp in the board that pushed for Sam to leave who are even more hardline on AI safety. And there's one board member in particular, Ilya Sutskever. Yes, so there is a camp within OpenAI that felt the company was developing the technology too quickly and not safely enough. That camp was led by Ilya Sutskever, who is a co-founder of OpenAI. He was a core part of the fight toward AI safety and was really concerned. This gets a little more complicated because today, Ilya said that he no longer supported the board's decision and he now wanted to reunite the company. Of course, because he wants the company not to fall apart. So this morning... I believe 400 OpenAI employees signed a letter saying that they would quit. Wow. 400 out of? A 700. 400 out of 700. Okay. Exactly. The number could be even bigger. And in fact, as we're going to air, we're seeing reports that hundreds more have signed the letter. I mean, that would leave OpenAI with nothing. It's already been a massive destruction of value over the weekend, and it could get worse by the minute. I think by Monday morning it was extremely clear that there was no going back if they'd lost Sam. If they lost Sam, hundreds of those employees would have the opportunity to go join Microsoft or who knows, but they're not going to work at OpenAI anymore and that's a big problem for Ilya. And what have you heard from people close to the action that you've been talking to? Like, how are they responding to Microsoft hiring Sam? Uh, I have heard that they are very optimistic about a potential that the board resigns and Sam Altman returned to OpenAI. Me waking up this morning to some of these developments, I'm thinking, okay, Sam Altman has joined Microsoft, and that's the end of that chapter. Of course, you know, moments later, people are telling me, no, we're still fighting to get this back, to reunite this team and get everyone back together. Who knows? Maybe we'll have more news by the end of the day. Maybe this goes on for weeks, but it's definitely not over yet. I mean, I can imagine from the Microsoft perspective, this looks like a complete mess when you've got an investment of billions of dollars And it seems to be either the world's highest stakes existential drama, one view of it is that, but another view is just that this is kind of squabbling between an unprofessional board. From what I understand, if Sam Altman does end up returning, there'll be a new board. Microsoft would like to have a board seat. They may have what's called a board observer seat, which means they can go to the meetings, but they can't actually vote on big decisions. But certainly, I think moving forward, if he returns... You're going to see a venture capitalist. They are going to want to be in that room. Many would argue, and many have, 
that they should have already been in that room. But because of OpenAI's unusual structure, they really didn't have that opportunity. All of this ties into a bigger conversation about governance on these really powerful startups. It's just so complicated because I understand why they didn't want a bunch of equity shareholders like venture capitalists on their board, because of course you might imagine those venture capitalists wouldn't be as concerned with safety. It really does make sense, the approach they'd taken. But then you have something like this, where they fire the CEO for what appears to be very little cause. So had they had those investors on the board, that wouldn't have happened. But then you have a company that's prioritizing profits. I mean, this really shows the tension between wanting to be the exemplar in AI safety and also be able to pay for all those servers and and, and graphics processing units and just distribution of these, these tools and development, you need a lot of money for that. And so is it even going to be possible to both be the AI safety people and the frontier of AI people at once? I think this episode shows that that isn't possible. So... Who knows? I mean, perhaps we'll see somewhat of a divorce between that nonprofit and the for-profit subsidiary, and maybe that's the best path forward. Or maybe you will see Sam Altman actually stay at Microsoft, and he'll build an AI lab under Microsoft's umbrella, and they'll have access to that technology. You then have a whole other set of issues, which is that Microsoft has then power over both of these entities, which may fight against one another, and that gets complicated. So there's really no path out of this that's straightforward. I mean, there's a lot of jokes on Twitter this morning about, you know, this board was supposed to determine when OpenAI's technology reached artificial, reached AGI, meaning that their technology was superior to humans. Right. Artificial general intelligence. Yes, exactly. And that board couldn't even think one step ahead to clearly outline why they made their decision. So it is kind of insane. And I think it'll make a great limited series at some point or a movie. Kate Clark, senior reporter for The Information, thank you so much for joining The Indicator. Thanks for having me. This episode was produced by Cooper Katz-McKim with engineering by Sina Lafredo and Josh Newell. It's fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Kate Cannon edits the show and The Indicator is a production of NPR. When voters talk during an election season, we listen. We ask questions, we follow up, and we bring you along to hear what we learned. Get closer to the issues, the people, and your vote at the NPR Elections Hub. Visit npr.org elections. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast, On Investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast, On Investing. Each week, hosts Lizanne Saunders, Schwab's chief investment strategist, and Kathy Jones, Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, along with their guests, analyze economic developments and bring context to conversations around stocks, fixed income, the economy, and more. Download the latest episode and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts.